the Evans Elementary Podcast, where we get to have some fun, explore new things, and grow our brains. It's Miss Rollmeyer here, and I'd like to start today's podcast with a game. So, before we get this game started, you're going to need a map or an atlas or Google Earth or some kind of item to look up country. Here's how the game works. I'm going to give you three clues that will describe a country, and your job is to use the map to determine which country I'm here we go. The first clue is, this country is in the southern hemisphere. Your second clue is that this country that I'm thinking of shares a continent with a large and famous desert. And your third and final clue is that this country is actually inside another country. So there's your three clues. Let me repeat them one more time. First clue, this country is in the southern hemisphere. Second clue, this country shares a continent with a large and famous desert. And your third and final clue is that this country is inside another country. When we come back with the next podcast on Friday, I will give you your answer. Okay, let's get some questions from you guys. What kind of things do you want to know? I'm Rika from Miss Whitcomb's class, and I want to know how you see Wow, Avika, what a great question. Well, our eyeballs are what help us see, and it is a very complex part of our body. But basically what happens when we are looking and seeing things is the light comes through the front of our eyeball and travels to the back of our eyeball. And at the back of our eyeball, we have tons of light-sensitive cells that measure the light in different ways. And those, the measurements that it takes, it then sends signals to our brain that helps us understand what it is that we're seeing. And then our brain can respond to whatever it is that we're seeing. So in a nutshell, that's how we're able to see. Great question. My name is Freya from Miss Perot's class, and my question is, um, why can't our eyes see that far? Well, Freya, did you know we actually, consider, all things considered, can see pretty far? There's a few factors that play a part in how far we can see and what we can see. Sometimes, the curve of the earth um, means that we can see a little less than what we would normally be able to see if the earth was flat. For those people that struggle with their eyesight or have some kind of health impairment, sometimes that causes you to see less as well. Also, the the size of the object plays a part in how well we can see things. We see smaller things, well, not as well. And if things are further away, we don't see them as well as we would close up. So a lot of things play into how well we can see or how far away we can see things. There's also the idea that what if something's in the way and obstructing our, our view? We can't usually bend our eyesight to see around a tree. We just see the front of the tree and we can't see behind it. So if there's things that are obstructing our view or getting in the way, then that's going to cause us to not be able to see as far as well. Now, I have a special guest with us today, Miss Sander. Welcome and thank you so much for coming and joining Absolutely. us. Absolutely, this is fun. So what do you have for us today? Well, I brought you some of my usual things. I brought you a word with a definition and sentence and I brought you a brain teaser. 
Awesome. Brain teasers are my favorite, so can we start with that one? Definitely. What brain teaser do you have for us? I have one today that says, listen carefully, I am a protector. I sit on a bridge. One person can see through me, and others wonder what I hide. What am I? I'll be back later this week, and I'll tell you what my thinking was. Remember, guys, I'm not looking for one right answer. I'm looking for great thinking. So put your thinking caps on. Wow, that's a good one. That 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 I'm gonna have to like ponder for a bit. Good. I can't <laughs> wait to hear your answer. Yeah, yeah. So what word do you have for us? I love learning new words. The word I have for you is anachronistic. It is a very old-fashioned mm -hmm. word, and it means that something is very old-fashioned. It's out of time. It's out of date. We don't do it anymore. So if you ever watch those movies where they have the white powdered wigs. Yes. <laughs> powdered wigs are anachronistic. Yes. They are not seen anyone. No. Oh, can you imagine wearing them in Texas? It would be so oh. hot. And they'd smell bad. Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. So we're challenged to use that word sometime today. It would be great if they could use it in a sentence or, you know, give somebody else a definition. Or better yet, if you see it in a book, make note of it and send me a note. An email or drop me a sticky note on my door or something. Acronistic. Cool. Well, I have a random joke for you. Right? Oh, I love jokes. Go. <laughs> what does a pepper do when it's angry? Ooh. I don't know. It gets jalapeno face. <laughs> as long as it's not in my eyes, I'll kill That's with true. That. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. You are welcome. And I cannot wait to hear what answers to the riddles we have on Friday. Mm -hmm. Yay! Hey, I think it's time for some more questions from you guys. My my name my name is Hugo from Miss Perot's class, and this is my question. Um, how does water give us energy? Oh, Hugo, that is an awesome question. You're right. Water does give us energy when we drink it. What happens when we don't drink water is our bodies become dehydrated. When we become dehydrated, we become fatigued. That means we become incredibly tired. And what happens being fatigued is our body slows the flow of oxygen to our brain, and that causes our heart to work even harder to pump more oxygen to all the different parts of our body. Because it's working harder, that means we're more tired and we're less alert to what's going on around us. So by staying hydrated and drinking lots of water, we feel more energized and more energetic. I am Bridger from Miss Wickham's class, and I want to learn how slushies are made. Oh, Bridger, who doesn't love a great slushie? That's a good question, especially if you want to make some. Slushies are pretty easy to make. What you have to start off with is some kind of base of a drink, so maybe a Kool-Aid or some kind of sugary drink. And then you stick it into a freezer or you stick it into a machine that is incredibly cold and acts like a freezer. Now, what makes a slushie different than a popsicle is that you have something inside the machine or inside whatever the container is that moves around constantly and breaks up the ice as it freezes. And that way, in the end, you really have a whole bunch of tiny little ice sickles or ice cubes instead of one giant ice cube like you would in a popsicle. If you were to freeze something in the freezer, the other way to make a slushie would be to break up 
the ice once it's it's frozen hard and you break it up into a whole bunch of tiny pieces. Man, now I want to go get a slushy. <laughs> Here's a good recipe for a slushy that you can make at home. You need some club soda, you need sugar, and you need a Kool-Aid packet. Combine all of those ingredients in a blender, add some ice, blend it, and then pour it in a cup and enjoy it. All right, and we have another special guest with us today. We have Mrs. Duncan, who is here to give us a nutrition tip. What do you got for us today? Well, hey, boys and girls. I am just here to give you a little tip when you're out playing and playing sports to remember that sports drinks are mostly water, but their second biggest ingredient is sugar. So while it's okay to drink them sometimes after a really hard workout, it's better to have water and a piece of fruit. That is crazy. That blows my mind. I thought that, you know, when you would have a sports drink like Gatorade or Powerade, it was a, like a lot of things to help hydrate you really quickly. So knowing that, that's no different than drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> it is. It is true. And it does. It does have electrolytes in it which are good for you, but that sugar is not good for you. No. All right, good to know. Switching to water now. <laughs> so another fun fact for you. The wind is silent until it blows against something, which That's is really interesting. weird. Yeah, so it, if you hear the wind, it's not really the wind. It's something else that you're hearing, which is kind of fascinating. It has nothing to do with nutrition, but good facts. <laughs> all right, well, that's all we have for you guys today. Thanks for joining in. We'll be back on Friday for more fun and lots of answers.